Hello everyone and welcome to Spoilers Obviously. I am your host Joel and with us today. It's me! I keep keep interrupting you every time you do that. No, it's really okay. It's uh, here. It's me, Moses Moon. (laughs) Okay. Hello, hello. Hi, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joel? How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Well, I thought you were King Bob. What happened to King Bob? King Bob is retired. The, there was anarchy in the throne and things got ugly. <laughs> Let's just say minions don't look as good as they do with their insides splayed out. I I would love to take a few minutes and basically you tell us what happened in that anarchy and mm. throne. Well, King Bob made some various, let's just say, not so um, PC-friendly policies in which all the leftists rose against him in a cry of violence, in a non-violent protest, took King Bob and ripped him to shreds in non-violence, and then all stood around in silent uh, protest as his in remains were spread around the courtyard in symbolic in symbolic gesture uh, for the aboriginals for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, yeah, the well, there will be no funeral. Uh, the kingdom has collapsed. All economy has fallen due to no one actually knowing how to run a kingdom properly as they didn't know how to establish a new economic system. They just made it worse so yeah at the moment our kingdom is is no more and uh we're we're going to probably be invaded by the neighboring country and be absorbed (laughs) so that's cheers to that i I love the ripped king bob to shreds with no violence it's (laughs) oh it's non-violent it was a very non-violent um siege or how would you say? It wasn't really a protest. It was more of like a, a non-violent um, coup. How, how long have uh, you been, had that story up uh, your head? Uh, I just made it up on the spot right now. <laughs> well, that is absolutely amazing. And now I'm uh, more excited to do with you a uh, Dungeons and Dragons. If that is, sounds good, imagine what I have planned. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I really can't wait to do the D&D with you. Thing, things get weird. I, I, I absolutely <laughs> love that. I, we, we have to. On a complete different note that really, as we were talking about King Bob and you were talking about killing and uh, dethroning the king and all that, mm. and the Queen of England is dead. She passed away yeah. by now, what, like eight, eight days ago, more or less? Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, we're not from England or anything, but you know, what? I'm part of the Commonwealth. I'm Canadian. Yeah, well, yeah. That okay. So, as a Canadian, how does this affect mm. you? Well, I mean, it doesn't because she was just a figurehead. However, out of all the nobles and heir, the heir there was to history, she was probably the most benevolent by just clear uh, compare and contrast due to modern titles. However. Uh, many people have many problems with the royal family and the various things that they are, can or cannot are, are allowed to do. 
you know, they don't really have the power to do anything these days. England is more or less run by its government as opposed to the queen itself. Uh, however, <clears throat> uh, looking at her history in a, in a total, there's some good, there's some bad. Um, but I am definitely, I admire her, you know, in the position that she had and the power uh, and what she represented. I think in my position, I there's no perfect government. I'm definitely a libertarian by pure definition that that leans right. But uh, I think the best type of government that was would be to ever exist would be a benevolent monarchy. However, no such a thing can or will exist in as long as the human condition remains. So, given the fact, you know, all these things combined, uh, you know, I am not too knowledgeable about all the things, but I know there was parts where there's like, there's pictures where she was indoctrinated into some crazy cult. I know that she served in World War II as a, like, not a mechanic, but she drove a truck, a medic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's the thing. Uh, So I respect that. Actions speak louder than words. And her prompts to her people were always beautifully well-written, and she spoke with dignity, and she represented something that was definitely long lost. Uh, I would definitely have watched her in her latter years play Galadriel than whoever this chick is playing Galadriel, as she seems to embody the elegance and the the prompt to, like, a woman with with power. However, all that to say is... uh, uh, wasn't gonna live forever but the definitely certain life felt like it felt like she would and you know it brings it's a little rattle to our mortality to be reminded that all things pass and uh i don't know i've been chewing on it for a number of weeks or a number of days rather i think i have a few more months of processing till i finally have like a a firm resolve and some some deeper research to do but uh in the meantime god rest the queen god rest the queen her, her, her Majesty. And fuck Charles. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were didn't you know were saying that they don't want him to take the throne and that his son William should take the throne. Um, uh, I don't know. This isn't Game of Thrones. This isn't where like there is a proper like you yeah. know set of whatever things already whatever. There's no like I have claim to the throne. Here are several dragons. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Uh, we don't live in that world, sorry. But, you know. Yeah. Anyways, today we are going to talk about this very hot, steamy D. Hot D. Yes, yes. Uh, go- I don't have anything fun for that. <laughs> well, we, we, we're talking about Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, episode four, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I kind of lost track. I believe it's yeah. episode four. Yeah, it's EP4. Yes, with all I have to say, with all these shows that we do and that we don't do, because we also watch a lot of shows that we don't talk about, like Rick and Morty. I recently started watching the new Netflix show called Cyberpunk, which is based off the video game. Based on the game. Yeah. Uh, so far, I'm enjoying it. I also finished watching Cobra Kai season five. I absolutely love it. 
if you've mm. seen the movies, the uh, Karate Kid, what? Mm-hmm. So, I've seen after, all three of them. <laughs> okay, watch uh, Cobra Kai. You might need to see also the fourth uh, Karate Kid. Is that with the girl? With the girl. Up till now, we don't now, see her in the series. But they right, did but say, now. But they, no, even in season, in season five, we don't see her. But they did say that potentially we might see her in the future. It's a rumor. So anyway, mm. yeah, watch the three original Karate Kid and then watch the Netflix uh, Cobra Kai. So it's really uh, good, actually. I really, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, to be honest, I think the first, the third one is my favorite one. That's where he goes to Okinawa, right? Uh, yeah. The, no, the, the second yeah, one. Yeah, and he do the paddle drum, right? No, the, that that's the second one. The third one he What's comes the back. Third one? The third one he comes back from Okinawa and he builds a bonsai shop. Mm, I didn't. Okay, maybe I didn't see the third one. What the hell? <laughs> well, me? What? No, 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 all right. And anyways, you'd have to you'd have to watch it. What what's funny about the three movies? They obviously you know were shot in like several years apart from each other. In the mm-hmm. first movie, the actor who plays Daniel LaRusso, he's in his 20s, early, early 20s. By the third movie, he's in his late 20s, maybe even early 30s. And yet, those three movies take place in one year. And you see, <laughs> in all yeah, you three see movies, his, like, how big he, he gets. Yeah. He got fat in the third movie. It's like, yeah, no way there's been a year. Like he also uh, got like, cholesterol, <laughs> but no, he needs to re like to embody in a 17, 18 year old. Like, yeah, no way you are 17 or 18. You are a classic Greece teenager who is in his thirties. <laughs> yeah. And they replaced the love interest. Yeah. No, I never saw the third one. I only saw the first two. So yeah. Huh. Well, watch it. Uh, watch the, the third one. Yeah. Anyways, let's, uh, you know, Moving on to our real topic. Real, real topic. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so as every episode, I, I love to give the fun fact uh, about mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. So we know that this show gives a lot, a lot of time jumps. Mm. We still don't know it, but it is confirmed that uh, the actresses that we see, Rhaenyra and Alicent, they are playing the younger versions of the actual character, which mm. means later on in this series, we should see the older character. I don't know how many years apart, maybe like 20 years in the future. We only jumped what in this episode, two months? No, so in from episode one to episode four, we jumped overall four years. Right, but I'm saying episode three, we're four years ahead. They're now 17. Yeah, so and between, then between episode four, they're we, still 17. No, they now we jumped from between see episode three and four, we jumped one year. Mm. Okay, that would make things, I guess, a little better. I wasn't clear, I didn't catch a clear time mm-hmm. dialogue reference. The so so. so I'll I'll give you the time. So when the uh, Rhaenyra goes to with their cousin um, Damien, and they see the show, uncle. the uncle, 
and they 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 see the show and the guys like who will be who will sit in the throne the the brother the the daughter or the child of three now an episode, oh, episode i missed that completely i was listening but i child of three yeah yeah so the last episode he just had his, his second name day yeah yeah so which tells us okay yeah that makes me feel a little bit better but still not really <laughs> <laughs> so so what I, I was saying i'm gonna go back a bit so we do know we are going to see the a older character of these, you know, Alessant and Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. Now, because they did confirm season two, and this is now mm-hmm. my problem with this show. Yes, I'm enjoying the show 100%. It is most mm-hmm. definitely better than She-Hulk and my point of view, also a lot better of Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. Because of all these time jumps, you basically skipped a lot of story you could have told us. Now, a lot of people are actually very much loving Rhaenyra and Alison, these actresses. They're doing a great mm-hmm. job. And because we are going to see within this season, the older characters basically telling us we are not going to see these actresses play these characters again. So they did confirm that for season two, no, we're actually going to see these actresses again, which tells me in season two, we're going to have a flashback to this time period, which is like, what the fuck? Mm. Like, if you could to reestablish things. So. Exactly, to reestablish things that you didn't do because you didn't know if you're going to have season two. So yeah, It's not really a fault of the show or the showmakers. They didn't know. I know, but the, the, the thing is, this is now the problem with doing all these time jumps, especially mm. going to do a time drop like here, we're going to have different actresses play these characters because it's going to be most likely going to have a 20 year time jump. So obviously Mm. they cannot embody those characters again. Fair enough. It's fair enough. However, halfway after season three, the the idea of doing time jumps won't be a thing anymore. After season three or after episode two? Episode three. three. I'm, I'm saying like halfway in season three, like the shtick, like maybe they'll have moved the story on further along that they don't need to do. Uh, well, actually, hopefully, flashback. Hopefully. I, I, I we'll really, find out. We, we don't even know. Yeah. It hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, they, they only confirmed season two, but yeah, hopefully. You know, who, who knows? Maybe everybody dies in the end and we actually follow. <laughs> that crippled uh dude from the the third episode yeah because they kept showing a lot of lingering shots on him so uh yeah maybe he'll we will definitely see but no no but what i'm trying to say over here like you could have continued with these characters actresses and do a prop proper you know Mm. each season is one year like yep. by the time they kill the crap feeder, it's you know what three years since the first first episode. That's easily three ep- three seasons for Game of Thrones. Mm. Like you could have done, yeah. done it like that but way. We'll don't know what other obstacles they'll be putting up with. Like, yes, maybe those were really important and the rest is really fluff, but who knows? Maybe skimming over this lightly enough so that when we can get into the meat of the you know the dance of dragons the the tale of blood and fire like 
maybe maybe yeah. there'll be more things like i don't know i haven't read that so i don't know how much we've skipped or are skipping i also haven't read that so i also don't know but mm-hmm. you know i don't we know, know I anybody think... who's read these things who are more or a jr uh, not jr no. george r martin fans no i i don't know anyone who per i don't know personally anyone who read the books i almost did buy the book but mm. the page was completely ripped out of it. So it's like, yeah. Right, told me and they didn't have yeah. a copy. <laughs> wow, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that well, thank you for confirming the, the one year skip because I was like, I know it's technically appropriate around that age, but fuck me. Like <laughs> seeing two 17 year olds get railed side by side, it was just like uh, <laughs> <laughs> but now that I know they're 18, that's completely okay. <laughs> <laughs> we almost saw them, the boobs. Damn it. Anyways. <laughs> My boner is now justified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this now. <laughs> I'm, I don't have to wrestle with myself. Uh, you know, I'm not a pedophile. I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> Yes. Oh and... Lord, dark places already. But seriously, that uh, the fifth one though, not the fourth one, not having like a lot of action, like you said in your text to me like a while ago. Like it's, it was a really good. There's a lot established in it, this. Uh, yeah, it's it's a not an action episode. It's a build up episode, and, and it was a very good build up episode. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, like politically, ending on the hand getting. Yes. Pushed off, which, you know, by all means, like we love when a good hand, filthy little pinky finger character type, uh, you know, gets uh, vamoosed. What was nice about the uh, the GOT was that finally little finger gets gets his coming up and and you're like, oh, fuck. Or is this is was like. was also like, oh, finally. Whereas um, this one was like, okay, reasonable amount of time, but still rather quick. So it leaves me to think, okay, what are they going to do? Or what is the hand going to do? I think he's going to, well, I don't know. I, actually, I don't know anymore because she's going to marry the sea snake well, dude. So Yeah, so I do. I, even though I did not read the books, I do know what happens because I do my research. Spoilers, obviously. Spoilers, obviously. I spoil shit for myself. <laughs> Just like yeah. spoil it for other people. <laughs> mm. so, so, yeah, we, according to what I know, so Rhaenyra marries the uh, serpent, the, uh, not serpent, what's his name? The, the sea snake's son? Yeah, so according to what I know, according from the books, Sea snake's son who sells seashore, uh, seashells by the seashore. <laughs> and so, yeah, Rhaenyra does marry uh, the serpent's uh, son. And mm-hmm. Damien actually marries the serpent's daughter. Ooh, yes, they, interesting. They do have kids. And it turns out that the serpent's son is maybe gay. So they... <laughs> <laughs> but this this a call, is a nice callback to GOT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is after they Rainier has a, you know kids with him, so mm. the he might be gay, might not be gay. Either way, 
I believe he dies, and also the his sister, the serpent's son's daughter. I think she also dies. So only oh. after that, only after that, Damien, Damon, and Rainier marry each other. Oh, yes, rank, but still, yes. But for, uh, for anyone who did not want that uh, spoiler, um, you all get gone. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> We all well. Here's it was interesting about this episode. Right, let's get into it a little bit. All right, so so we, yeah, establishing we 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 actually we, start the episode. I think in an awesome way how we see how everyone wants her hand to be true. Well, it's been arranged. It's been arranged like yes, to have it, this tour it, exactly. But then we see this little kid who is probably an old man and then the young kid. Yeah. The, the old man. And then, you know, right now it's basically you're older than my father. Fuck the fuck off. And then like, Oh great. A little kid who is pubescent boy. Yeah. Yeah. Who does kick the ass of the, was it, was it a Baratheon? No, it wasn't a Baratheon. These are two houses we haven't heard about during Uh. got, but they do exist during Gut. So the kid, hmm. so th- this is what I know or vaguely know. So the kid, his house, they were very much uh, besides Aegon the Conqueror hmm. the, the entire way. His ancestry also go all the way back to the very first men. You had the hmm, children right. first. Right, that was mentioned. Yeah. yeah. The children first, first men. So it goes all yep. the way back with the because they did help Aegon the Conqueror, Aegon gave them a you know a piece of landing as a gift, uh, the a two little hills or mountains that called the Teats. Why? Because nice. they look like Teats, like boobs. Yeah. Exactly. The problem is that land, or right next to that land, is the other house, and now they're basically feuding with each other. Same yeah. thing like Hatfield and McCoys. Two families hitting on each other for yep. thousands of thousands of years. So, Sounds like a true uh, Romeo and Juliet, except <laughs> in the end, one boy slaughters the other. No happily gay marriage. That's how <laughs> the original Shakespeare goes, right? Uh, I, I think so. I'm not that Shakespearean. Yeah. Um, mm. But no, the, the, I was surprised. Fact, I like that little twist. <laughs> I, I I also I also like that. Like you know, for, first of all, the fact that the kid stood on his own and against his rivalry you know this guy you know from all the families making fun of him at first you see like i'm gonna hold back i'm not gonna but then it's like no you know what? fuck you you dishonored me and my family my house and fucking kill you and he does and the only i was bummed we didn't see it because it's straight you know, up g <laughs> yeah like game of Thrones. we need to see it but after he killed him the only thing that popped into my head is like Shit, his dad is gonna be fucking proud of this kid. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Also, we see the guy. I don't know if that was the guy's father, but the guy was beside the the kid in the yellow. Yeah. And all I could remember because kid in yellow just reminds me of Hufflepuff, aka Harry Potter, <laughs> aka uh, when Cedric dies, and all I saw was the my boy. My this son. is my. My son, my boy. I'm like, yeah, well, he was a right old cunt. So, just to think that back in the day, 
people would die in the most dumbest thing possible. Like, yes, you had diseases. They didn't have cure for diseases. So, mm-hmm. okay, I can understand that. But Ovid's like, eh, yeah, you, you're stupid. That is my death. <laughs> that, Natural selection at its finest. It, 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 like, for something that stupid, someone lost his life. And it's like, yeah. holy, holy shit. That's, mm-hmm. that's sad. That's, uh, you know, but that's reality. And this is what I love about the, the show. No woke bullshit, as real as possible, and equally fair to everyone. For Equally fair for women and for men. Less for women, Equal rights, obviously. equal fights. Exactly. <laughs> less equal for women, but still more or less equal. You know? Yeah, it's, 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 there's a whole thing about, like, rights and, like, things were debatable because societies were built on the the concepts of, like, there's a sacredy to women, and so we need to protect that virtue and whatever, and it, it may seem constricting, but at the same time, there was still the same amount, like, oh, uh, you know, like, it was equally tough for both men and women in those times because it was, you know, fucking difficult due to the stages alone that you could die from anything, basically. Uh, not to say that women had comfy lives, but, you know, if you had, you know, were in power, that was a thing. You know, we have Daenerys and, you know, and the rest of other people's, like, so it was possible. You know, it wasn't like your ability to deny, like, it was just, it was more like classism was the issue, uh, mm-hmm. which made it difficult one way or another. But uh, it seems in this world, like, the... I don't know. It's just a very interesting view to like look at it, this feudal or classist kind of betrayal and see that. It's interesting that we don't have leftists like uh, woe to my soul about these things. Like, why can't you write things about like the fantasy when like, you know, like men and women were equal on all all sides, you know, like no one's calling out like, you can't just use classism anymore. It doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, as opposed to like, hey, this is an actual story. Yes, it pertains certain elements of things that we recognize from our history because that's what we're writing from. And you know, whatever the narrative uh, unfolds from there and deal with it kind of deal. Like, oh yeah, don't you remember? There's slavery in this world. Like, no one's going to fucking be like, hey, you can't write about slavery. That's just uh, really, like, people really had a hard time with that. Like, <laughs> like, it's a reality and people forget like that slavery still exists and alive and well today in various other countries and uh, the sex trade and whatnot is even prevalent in, you know, uh, modern Northern Hemisphere, Canada and the United States. So it's like, uh, you know, you can really see when people are on a virtue signal as opposed to actually deal with the right issues. <laughs> yes. Oh. Um... <laughs> Part of me is I take a break from this virtue rant. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is this is my problem with this whole woke bullshit. You know, I want a story that has nothing to do with what's going on in rea- in my reality right now. My okay, the woke bullshit is not my reality, but the reality I live in 
this is what's so good. You know, you take a story, you tell the story as is and how, and how it should be told. Unlike Rings of Power, Amazon, fuck you. Um, oh, do you hear a little bit about that backfiring on them? No, I didn't actually. Because one of the producers is like, yeah, okay, you know how Peter Jackson's stance was always like, we're taking Tolkien's world and we're telling his story, like the things that he cared about, and we're removing the things we want to, like, would want to tell. So, Rings mm-hmm. of Power, one of their like slogans for the whole thing was about the, what do you call it? That we're, we're taking, we're making it how the world actually looks, right? Mm-hmm. They're, you know, saying that, oh, it's a parallel. Like, it's not, it's, it's, like how movies should, how stories should be, it should reflect our own world, right? You know, that's yeah. why they were so proud of uh, black female dwarf, et cetera, et cetera. And, and but it's backfiring because <laughs> because all the okay, uh, the Harfoots, what are they? They're they're stock play staged Irish accents. And so what you're telling us is that Irish people are actually poor and ruddy and are <laughs> are very ill-educated and, and whatnot. And so the Irish Times made a complaint about that. And so the showrunners are having like a hellfire of a time trying to defend themselves because they've already made their stance as opposed to saying, hey, we're just telling Tolkien's story. They made a point of like, hey, we're telling our story, the world, you know, how it looks. And now, and so it's not only the Irish, now the Scottish are like, hey, well, that's really offensive too. <laughs> and everybody's just bandwagoning on this, just fucking them, railing them in in this area. So, yes, all that to say, I, I agree with your point. That was just a little tangent. You can go ahead. I'm done talking. I, I would love it if they would cancel this show because of this. The game brings a power, not a House of the Dragon. <laughs> mm. Yes, uh, rings of power is shit. But anyways, uh, back to House of the Dragon. Um, they they do an amazing job telling the story. They they are. I am here and there getting a little vibes, eight season got vibes. You know, with all the hmm. time jumps. Like again, you're focusing on like time jumps that when you have a a lot of you know wars or killing and all that, you're not focusing on that at all. We see the little kid kills the guy. We don't actually see it happens. We see mm. like as he takes his sword out, but we don't see the actual fight. Fatality. Exactly. We don't see the fight with Damon and the crab feeder. We see him drag. Like you focus on the story, which is good. I love it. Mm. But the fighting is also a part of the story. Mm. Like you all showing me the fighting, but you kind of censored it by not showing mm. it completely. What's interesting, it's kind of like how God had sex position, where they're like, how can we cram in a sex scene and then deliver exposition? Oh, we'll just do them both. Uh, which I thought was semi-gratuitous. Uh, the violence, I've always been okay with violence, but sometimes it goes over the hand. Um, so here, it was interesting to see that they pulled away from violence more so, and then uh, leaned more into the sex, but still there's not a lot of it. So seeing it come around, I called it, but seeing it come to, we'll get into that, but seeing it like coddled into this episode was like, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, but I, overall, I do I do love this show. I am very much enjoying this. 
I mm. like n- like the complaint that I have are not like real legit complaints to say this is a bad show. This is like mm. my pro- personal point of view. Yeah, I'm nitpicking about you know little stuff, but put all of my nitpickings aside. This is a great show, fantastic show. Mm. So Rhaenyra is is tired of the touring. She sails back to is it King's Landing? King's is Landing, the... yes. Right. She sails back there, gets a bump by Damon along the way. She bumps her forehead on on the siding there. Ha ha. I don't know. It was a weird little touch they threw in there. Damon comes back short haired and crowned there's some tension and then there's some relief as the king accepts him and uh damon quote-unquote forfeits his crown uh there's still some like underlying like hmm what's going on but the reality is damon i guess has been brooding away so he feels like he should now listen as an uncle i agree that you should corrupt your your niece and nephew it's that's your it's your job you're obligated however there is a line <laughs> and borderline it wasn't rape but it was definitely way over the line what, uh, was it really over the line for the targaryens Okay, for the Targaryens, that's one thing. That's what the, they have their ways, and there is that love. But it was what I thought was interesting about that was I thought it was good for Damon to show her the world and that kind of stuff. I thought that was great. I thought that was a cool moment. It definitely felt like right for the uncle vibes and whatever. But then when he started to teeter on his desires and question what he really wanted, and like he started to basically molest Rhaenyra's, uh Am I saying that right? Rhaenyra's? Rhaenyra's? Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Oh my gosh. Rhaenyra's and Rhaenyra. <laughs> yeah. Rhaenyra. And like, you can see she's still an innocent girl and then she's been turned on basically for the first time and she's confused and doesn't know where to, to go with that. So of course she's going to, because she loves her uncle. She's going to conflate that on a psychological level. There's like a lot of stuff going on. That was a really interesting to, to look at, especially seeing as uh, Damon's like, okay, like I want, I want this, but his inner conflict is like, I love her and I don't want to do this. And so he stops. Um, although like he's gone a little too far now by their standards, Maybe not, but at the same time, yes. Uh, enough, at least, to have uh, Rhaenyra's um, uh, character called into question, which is interesting. Interestingly enough, though, she's blue-balled. She goes back, fucks the, the night, which I understand, but at the same time, like... And this was my problem with the gratuitous sex in Got and, and here in... Uh, not so much here in in uh, in Hot D because we've seen it at the brothel. We haven't seen it so much in the other characters. Now we've saw it between King, the King, and uh, what's her face, uh, Lady Alicent. Yeah. That makes sense. But uh, interestingly enough, at the end of the episode, the Meister comes in on behalf behest of the King to give Rhaenyra the the potion that would be like plan B. So the, the consequences are real. Fucking is, has immense potential back in the day. 
And they haven't established that this plan B was is common. That in fact they've almost made it more so to the opposite. That it's it's the Meisters, like this had to be perfect. You know, you couldn't just get it off the street or something. Uh, that when you fucked, the potential of something happening was more real, and so the consequences would therefore make it probably less likely to happen. Now, humans are humans and things happen, but the virtue of absence, abstinence was probably more pushed or focused on because it naturally, because it, it was more likely that you would actually walk away getting pregnant from certain, from these types of uh, encounters. So Rhaenyra jumping on the night is first of all, like, would she really, even if you were that horny, like, would you would you really do that? And then also the knight, knowing his position, he's taken a vow of chastity, and knowing that he owes her, and he maybe loves her, but I think he would be similar to how Damon went for it, but then turned himself away. It was interesting how he turned her away, but was coddled into it. That seems more of a thing that would happen in these days, as opposed to back then. The knight would probably... Not, I'm not saying for virtue alone. I'm not saying on behalf of the code and uh, chivalry, but would probably because of his station and position and and everything that would be those are, those are even higher consequences. If people found out what he did, especially if he knocked her up, he could lose his life. Yeah, he. And, he uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Just basically, I was ending off there. So, like, I found it difficult or harder to believe that he would because so much was at stake, and she would know that too. So that would make her very um, arrogant and or stupid and or really immature. Like, nothing's gonna happen. Like, it really kind of devalues her character in a way, as opposed to like empowering. Oh, this is her first sexual encounter. Da da da. Like, that can be powerful, but. Um, but it's, there's, there's a lot of, like on one half, it's good for the story because it establishes a lot of things on the other half. It leaves several splays of like confusion of like, what direction does this actually mean? Is it like, it has me questioning on, on a certain sides because it it splits the, the dynamics up, but, uh, like similar to you. The, the, these are nitpicks as the story has been established already so it's like okay this happened now i'm just waiting for the the consequence the the ending scene i thought that was like uh is this was interesting prior to that the king confronts rhaenyra and talks tells her like it doesn't matter if you fucked or not you've ruined your reputation uh which is fair enough um he still loves her and she makes the choice to grow in her character to be like i will wed you know that's fine i'll do it i get it and i'm like okay cool i thought maybe and i'm not quite sure because the precedent for it to being serious doesn't seem so but when the meister comes in and gives her the 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 plan b we'll call it it's like a test I don't think it will be narratively subjective to or important. I could be completely wrong, but whether she takes it or not is an indication of her virtue, right? Um. Well, if she did get pregnant, so yeah, it is an indication for her. Even if she didn't, the the point is like if she yeah. fucked or not. Mm. 
but she didn't come out to the king and say, oh, no, I didn't fuck Damon. You know, he never touched me. Lie, but he didn't impregnate her. They didn't do it. If she takes it, she basically does say, I did fuck. If she doesn't take it, yeah, she like says, no, I didn't fuck. But she could get pregnant. And then the real question is, yeah, yeah, exactly. At the end, she needs to confess that she fucked by drinking it. If she drinks it, where we end similarly on like, uh, yeah, we we end inception. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but no, but I'm saying, I'm saying like either way, her best options is to drink it because she doesn't know if she's pregnant or not. Correct. That would be the best thing, but it would say, well, yeah, I did fuck. Yeah. Well, the thing is, she did, so it it, it doesn't really matter anymore, because also everyone now believes that she's not a virgin anymore. Um, So she she ruined her Mm -hmm. reputation either way, as -hmm. as the king said. Interesting that she she defends Damon, even to Alicent. She's like, she he never touched me. Yeah, that that was interesting to me, but I do have to say for the god. For the king's god himself, dude, mm. he got away with it. He got away with fucking the princess and not getting blamed for it. He was he got away with taking her virginity, okay, and not taking the fall. Damon took the fall. It's true. But, so, like that, I have to say, like, good for him, man. In the other hand. Yeah, when we do see that, you know, she basically forced him to uh, have sex with her. We see him like with his head down, like he knows he's not supposed to do this. He knows he wants to, but it's not right. He knows he made a vow. If I remember right, according to uh, Gott, every king's god takes a vow of never to father a child. Mm -hmm. You know, it's you know, which basically should kind of say never have sex. It doesn't mean they are not allowed to have sex, but basically, never father a child. Yep. Jamie Jamie Lannister told this to Tywin, like you know, I'm uh, you know, I'm very strong about my position. I'll never uh, you know give you errors. And then Tywin says like you know, anyways, there's a whole thing with the whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, he basically breaks his vow over here by sleeping with her. He yep. then goes against the kingdom itself by taking her virginity. Mm-hmm. And he gets away with it. Like, obviously, that was not his plan. He was not intending on it. I don't know if he got it. Well, I got away with it. Because here's the thing. Retrospectively, they could do a few things. But here's the thing. The first of all is that the the what is their official title the uh, knights the king's guard the glo- gold cloaks King, king's guard we'll call it that uh, that makes sense uh, i think that's the one mm-hmm. technically they would be planted as guards and then they would have rotations so i don't think his night shift would last all the night and then there would probably be a higher up checking in on them as yeah. one would do so here there's two things one i was worried that like the higher up would like make his round, see the guy wasn't at his post and then like knock on the door and like 
obviously he's not in his full armor and you can't don on your suit of armor within a second and be like, oh, everything's fine. <laughs> I'm going to poke head through the door. Everything's great. <laughs> Helmet on. <laughs> Speaking about the, the armor, so I do listen to the official how a mm. Game of Thrones a podcast, a House of the Dragon, whatever it's called. And as I do listen to it, and the people over there, they did like, how did Rhaenyra know how to take that off the armor? It's so complicated. It's like, are you are you guys really this dull? It's like last mm-hmm. episode they were in the forest. He was wearing the armor. Then later we see him now with the armor going to try to kill the the bull. The wild yeah, he bull. probably asked her to help. Exactly, which means back then, like we don't see her take it off of him. But obviously, he can't take it off himself. So he probably asked mm-hmm. her to do it. Which means yep. she now knows how to do it. Which means here, where she takes it off, she knows. Or she watched him. Or she want like yeah. <laughs> anyways, just by that, that, level, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, but it was interesting to me. Like you are the official Game of Thrones podcast. How did you not notice this simple thing? Yeah, that's not that big of a deal. Um, and to finish off my my last point, like that, or retrospectively, we could see that someone saw him go in. That yeah, that that's that's also true. But you know, we we don't know because they didn't end the episode with you know telling us that they got caught. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a, like a, this like foreboding sense that like she wants to use him as a plaything and like because when she he goes in to deliver a message, she gets all excited. He's like, "Let's fuck! Like, come here!" <laughs> and he's like, "I'm actually on business. I can't do this." I actually <laughs> thought someone would be like right beside him and like they would walk in and be yes. like, "Hmm," and then she'd be like. But uh yeah, uh, I also expected that. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna play out. I obviously if she's gonna get married, well, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. I just there's a lot of complications with that in and of itself that they're probably gonna breeze over that's gonna make me go, but what happened? <laughs> well, we I did see the trailer that they release every week for what's going to happen on the next episode. I will touch about that a bit later. I do mm. still want to talk about uh, this episode. Um, we we do see, like, Alicent and Rhaenyra, like, you know, both of them having sex for the first... Okay, obviously not Alicent for the first time, but we see them... Not together. <laughs> and not together, but we see, like, you know, they mirror each other, and Damon tells us, like, sex can be pleasure for both male and female. In the meantime, Correct. we see how Alicent, Alicent is not enjoying is, it. Yeah, she she is literally what Rhaenyra said in the very beginning of the episode. Why wouldn't I want to be a thing just to re, you know push a fucking baby out of my legs? Like, yep. I want to live my life, which was kind of was a fuck you to uh, Alicent by accident. But you know, we yeah. basically see Alicent. This is her job. Like she doesn't get to live a life. She has no say of her life. All she does is open her legs for the keen and push out a baby whenever she can. Yep. And here, Alessandro, you know, having sex for the first time with a, a person she might love, whatever, but you know, she enjoys sex. So mm-hmm. it's interesting how they mirrored it. And about Damon, how. What he basically he basically gave a bad name to Rhaenyra. Do you think he did that on purpose? I think that was his intention. Yeah, 
but I think he realized he'd gone far enough to to ruin it. And at the same time, he also realized I'm not gonna go through with this. Enough has been done. Yeah. I, I, I also because it goes to the the king calls him and he seems like he had it all figured out figured out yeah because he wasn't like stri- struggling for his he's like just wed me to an ear like simple as that um yeah I I do I do agree with that what I did like that Damon did do here where he took Rhaenyra to the city it's her first time out of her bubble yeah like she was in this bubble oh everyone loves the kingdom but this is for the first time she saw. Like, no, not everyone loves the kingdom. And especially just because you're a woman and you are inheriting the throne, no one likes you because you're going to be the very first person who is a female to inherit the throne. And they know nothing about you. So I I love that she got that little taste of reality and also at Mm. such a young age. Yeah, I, I thought, well, for anything that would give her character at least some let's say push towards like making the the realm be endeared to her by uh endeared to her excuse me by she come up with something like i thought maybe the next day she would start working on something but this is why i was slightly thrown off by her like being blue balled and like fucking the night because i thought she, the fact that First of all, Damon denied her. So generally, I've, it's not within the. It's not without of the range that she would go and fuck someone else. That's totally acceptable. But most people would be, uh, let's say, distraught, and uh, the whole evening had been kind of a negative experience, positive and neg- positive in the terms that she needed to learn a lot of things. So I thought she would probably go back to her room because when she walks into the room her mind isn't on the night. She just, she's furious. She walks in, slams the door and he's confused why she's come in through that manner. And I thought she'd be like pouring over like things that the Kings have done in the past to uh, endear themselves to the kingdom or, or do something like thinking or brainstorming about like whatever, but nope, not to say that that's wrong. I, I don't, I think it could have gone either way. I think the story is fine again, narratively. Uh, it would just, it would, at least for me, for her character, would make me think that she was actually more proactive towards the position that she actually wants. She wants to be queen, yes. you know. But, uh, but yeah, she's done nothing so far, at least to tell me that uh, she's going to take extra steps to make sure, you know, there is that entitlement about her that she's like, fine, I'm going to be queen. I'm going to be f- this, is what I fucking want. I don't need no man or uh, whatever. But she's still arrogant enough to be like the people are going to love me and now seeing this awakening and to still not do anything about that makes me question it's like okay she could be just a bad ruler she could be you know it's, but if the story is to tell me that she's going to be one hell of a ruler in like a good way i'm gonna i'm gonna start needing some evidence soon so i think she's actually going to be a good ruler it also depends on what when it comes to battle, we see she will get on her own dragon and deal with the problem. We, we, mm-hmm. we saw that, and we know this about her very clearly. When it yep. comes to being a ruler to the people, yes, you are the first female to inherit the throne. What have you done to prove to the people you are going to be a good ruler? And as we exactly. see, you did nothing. They, yes. they don't like you because they don't know you. 
So yeah. that is something she will need to fix. And again, I, 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 I love that they show this to us in her very young ages that she, okay, this is my problem. This is what I need to learn. Like mm-hmm. in some cases we see you are a strong woman, but then in a lot of other cases we see, no, you're very weak. You're also not that smart. You need, you have a lot, no. a lot. They've to set learn. a precedent for her. Yeah. They, she, I think she, if they're going to jump in the future. Yeah. Go ahead. Finish, finish. No, she, she, she's climbing the ladder in a very, like not too fast, but not too slow. She's climbing the ladder. Hmm. I'll, I'll add on and saying like it's okay that the reason why I'm like okay that they didn't address it right away is that the, this next time jump I don't know how far it's going to be like when she's going to have kids and, and whatnot if they're going to keep jumping or etc but she's going to get married she's going to have a place she's not just going to be like the wine pourer and she's not going to be like whatever like she, she hasn't taken the initiative but now she'll be in a place of power married to the son where she could probably okay, now I can work on my influence and actually start doing stuff on behalf or for the people, question mark. Will that happen? I don't know. We'll have to tune into the next episode. (laughs) So uh, again, I'll later in the episode, we'll talk about what I saw in the trailer, but I think episode five is going to be the last episode where we see these actresses, Rhaenyra and uh, Alisant. And by episode six, we are going to see the older versions maybe even by the end of episode five mm. well and, i mean i'm not i'm not opposed like Esau narnia right the lion yes. witch in the wardrobe yes and even within one movie they do a time jump with different actors playing the pivensies the, the yeah, last but, names of the kids okay but that, and, that's like the end of the movie that's not like the the rest yeah. of the yeah when they come back they hop through the wardrobe again and the kids so the yeah. thing is like uh i'm okay with Older actors doing their doing their thing. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm I'm okay with it. I I just have a problem that now in season two we are going to see the same actresses as a flashback to this period of time. Like mm. th- that that's like my. Well, maybe uh, they'll do it really tastefully. Yeah, I hope so. To, to be uh, to be honest, I I think if if the writing is as strong as it is, and I, I have yet to see it falter. Uh, like they've built something really well, and if they choose to use a particular gimmick, that's fine. As long as the writing um, justifies it, I think we'll be like it'll be nice because uh, similar to a cameo, it'll be like, and now we flash back to when Rhaenyra wasn't so much of a bitch, and uh, it's like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah, um, we we will have to see. But I, I in the meantime, I do want to talk about the hand of the king a bit and what's going on. Do with it. it with his story in this episode yeah come on bring it to me yeah (laughs) tell me about the hand what's he doing what's he doing (laughs) he's wiping his ass (laughs) he's wiping the king's ass oh yeah what else what's what's he doing is he planning is he is he scheming (laughs) so we well a bit before that, I Alicent had a huge problem with Rhaenyra, uh, you know, because Rhaenyra didn't choose any of the people they she was betrothed or whatever. It's like, what the fuck is their problem? But then it's like, oh no, your dad and I tried to find someone for you, but whatever. I had a little issue with that, but you know, okay. And it was the hand of the king. 
So Rhaenyra is in the brothel, and there's a little kid that noticed them in the brothel. Mm-hmm. Later on, during the exact same night, as Rhaenyra went, goes back to the castle to have mm-hmm. sex with the uh, king's god, that little yeah. kid goes to the hand of the king and tells him what he what saw. What are talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but what the you thing- see, little boy? <laughs> But the thing is, he didn't see any everything. He only saw them in a brothel. So he basically yeah, he saw them leaving. Exactly. So he basically does one plus one equals three. As mm-hmm. we can tell, he's not good with math because he basically came up with an entire story that did not actually happen. So well, he- I mean, it's hard to tell. Like, even if he got some details or like asked for more about it, the reality is like. They get, did go to the middle of the, or into the center of the pleasure house where that's noted to be where like the the bad stuff happens. And uh, people did see Damon getting handy, handsy. So it, to see how far that went, it's, it's hard to say, like if you saw someone pull out of the situation, it, you don't know... Because like they were, I mean, she was in in the thralls of ecstasy, even though not too much happened. Uh, you just say, "Oh, Damon was pretty quick." I don't know. I I, I, no, I don't think he took a virginity. I, I I don't think that. But no, I, I don't know. And no, he didn't. It, it's implied that he didn't. But like from a spectator's point of view, yeah, it's difficult it, to be yeah. like, did he? Yeah. So, yeah, so the, the kid spectates, and that's, you know, as you said, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. He will go with they did. He goes and tells that to uh, the end of the king, Otto, and Otto tells him, goes to the king and tells the king the bad news of your daughter yeah. is no longer a virgin. Yep. And I see how the king gets all pissed off with uh, the end, like, you know, how within five years in no one rose to power so fast and he and he realizes like finally yeah. finally the king realizes how Otto has been playing games with the king to rise to power yep but the king even says it like are you that like ignorant that you're gonna do whatever you can to get your blood to sit on the throne like here you made me marry your daughter now we have a son. Now you want him to sit. Like, are you that? Like, you're willing to destroy my family just so your blood yeah. will sit on the throne? And yes, the answer is yes. Like, let's be honest. Uh-huh. With you. We also see like the king is missing two fingers. Like, if you remember, he got caught and then yep. he's missing. So he's yeah, we missing. see on his back as well. Yeah, his his wounds actually getting a lot, a lot worse. Anyways, so. He, the king is all pissed off uh, with uh, rain, with uh, the end of the king. The, By the uh, way, the king is doing a mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal job at this yes. a- of acting. The whoever is acting is amazing. The the hands I, down. I, have, I have to say the acting of all the actors over here, hands down, amazing. Mm. Everybody's doing a great job. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> there's there's nobody there's nobody whose acting skills. Do not make me believe that they're not a part of the world. They are. Yeah. Everybody feels richly well embroiled. Acting, all the acting skills are, have been brought to the table. I am very well pleased. So, and that goes hand in hand. Writing and acting, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Yeah. 
I'm having a ball with this. I have no no qualms or issues with what's going on. I'm I, if anything, we, you can all all our nitpicks have been at little things that could be or uh, whatnot. But the reality is, we're we're just waiting to the for some sort of conclusion so that we can judge the whole because we're enjoying the ride. Yeah, we enjoy enjoy they. They did the research, the the research. They did, you know, they got the knowledge. They knew what they're getting into, and they they did their homework. They know what to do and what not to do. Amazon, take a fucking lesson. <laughs> take notes. There, have you heard any actual genuine critiques for from Amazon? No, no, no. For uh, for hot D. Because I haven't heard anything in particular. No, I, 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 I no, I didn't hear anything bad about this show from anyone. I have to say, you know, I'm gonna have to go to certain areas that I see what certain people think and see certain particular reviewers uh, of of particular political events, both right and left, and see if there's a theme or if they're they're just nitpicking as well. Because yeah. uh, genuinely, I'm I'm fully on board with this i'm happy to be back in westeros genuinely like first it was hesitantly and now i'm genuinely back like it's great yeah it's amazing i i'm enjoying this i'm loving this they're they're doing a fantastic job but Mm. yeah so a little rounding back (laughs) hold on hold on hold on it's So back to Otto and the king. So the king mm. is pissed off with Otto and Alessand overheals this. She then tells it tells us to Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra gets pissed off because you know we're at, you know questioning the princess virtue was the crime. And then later on, towards the end of the episode, the king does tell Rhaenyra, it doesn't matter if you have sex or not, your name is ruined. And yep. the, and therefore, I'm not giving you a choice anymore. You are going to get married. Yep. So now she, so Rainier says, no problem. I'm going to get married. I'm going to take that full responsibility. I'm going to stop fighting with you. But you have to do your job as a king and get rid of the mole and of the person who's causing all these problems and creating rumors. And I was surprised yep. that the king said, you know what? Okay. I will do that. I will get rid of Otto. And at the same time, it's kind of Rhaenyra telling the Alison, fuck you. Because now she's like, that's her dad. Yeah. But I, No I, more I, secret missions. I, I, I was surprised that the king actually did that and went to Otto and like, yeah, man, I'm on to you and your dirty little schemes. You know, <laughs> I let you go up to here, but you went to here. <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough, though. I mean, like, again, like I said earlier, like Littlefinger, there was points when, like, the story kind of stretched for him and he should have probably been killed much earlier. However, when he finally got his comeuppance, it, it felt good, yes. uh, especially when it was that, like, last ditch effort with Sansa and, like, in trying to thwart uh, her and Arya's um, relationship and. You were like, oh, this is believable. Fuck, I don't know what's going on. 
but then at the same time, at the end, when it starts to be revealed, it's like, obviously, of course, Sansa wouldn't fucking do that. And Littlefinger's character is revealed and everybody's fucking hates him. So good times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, not that I think he deserved death for pushing that really annoying bitch of a woman out through the moon window. But I mean, that was funny. But I mean, yeah, he deserved <laughs> The right, just full cause of the laws and, sh- and shenanigans. Uh, but it was interesting. Now, my thing is now the the king didn't kill Otto. He has demoted him, banished him. Uh, it wasn't quite clear what his punishment. He had a day to collect he, his box and leave. Well, okay, so he he's no longer the hand of the king. I assume that Damon will be the new hand of the king. I have no idea. Mm. Um, that is what Damon. What will Otto be doing? That is what Damon wanted since episode one that he wanted to be the mm-hmm. hand of the king. What Otto will be doing? So I I don't think he will be in the castle anymore. So this is what I know according to the trailer that we see for episode five. So let's get into mm. it. So Let's do it. According to the trailer that we see, there is going to be a very big wedding. Rhaenyra is hey. getting married. Yes, so Rhaenyra is getting married to the sea serpent's son. And we are told they are going to be war and knives out and a lot of death because people will be fighting to marry her. Like, well, she's already going to get married to this guy. But mm. for some reason, people, because, you know, People want to marry her. They want to be the king or whatever. Anyways, mm. during the wedding, there's going to be a kind of red wedding, I guess. Mm. At the same time, I also don't know if there's going to be a time jump, if like a few months or a year later. I have no idea. Mm. At the same time as all of this is happening, at least after the wedding, the king dies. <laughs> the king is dead. Yeah. They show us. I was gonna the, say the king is probably. I haven't seen the that trailer yet, but I've been avoiding those. So, so it, not we, that we I see, mind. We see the king uh, sitting with his arms like you know open, open like this, like wide open, and we see the infection on his body got way worse. Even like on his forearms, it, it, it spread. It spread, and they do tell us like. Once the king dies, Rainier will take the throne and a lot of chaos will happen. So I'm assuming that is going to be the main focus of episode five or towards the end of episode five. You think the king will die in that episode? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he's going to die. That Do you episode. think it's the same disease that the crab guy had? I think what the crab guy had, he was burnt because when we see his face, like close up, mm. We see like burnt marks also in his neck. I can't identify fantasy wounds on television. It's very difficult for me. So, because when you show medical stuff, it's either when, like if you like pre and during, but post, if they didn't show prior, is very difficult for me to, to understand what, what that is. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like grayscale almost, it, but. I could be totally wrong. And, and the king on uh, either or, because their wound, their skin looks similar in my eyes. So I I don't know what's on, I, on the king. I think it's some kind of infection that he got from the throne itself. Yep, bad omens. Um, kept 
kept cutting himself and all that. The crap feeder, I think it was just burnt somehow. It's tetanus. It's tetanus. <laughs> yeah, it could, it, could, it could be tetanus. But yeah, I am I am expecting a lot of death in episode five. Mm. And the yeah, well, it's uh, the buildup since they didn't have anything. And the king to die, which means Rhaenyra takes the throne and all of that mm-hmm. chaos happening. It's it's going it's going to be an interesting episode this uh, upcoming Sunday. Mm. Yes. Well, but, I'm stoked for that. Tetanus doesn't leave any like particular uh, external. Um, it's a fantasy world, Moses. I, I'm just saying. I'm just taking a quick <laughs> look at uh, medical side of things. It does. Uh, it's gnarly. People who get tetanus. Uh, but however. Hurricane, yeah, I'm excited for next week and to see the chaos start to unravel and see where this pushes, especially since like we're supposed to see a lot more dragons. We've seen three so far. Now we're gonna be like, uh, they did confirm in the before the series started that we are going to see nine or ten dragons overall. Yeah, hopefully, not sporadically i want to see them all together i want to see them all together and i i don't want to see, see a dragon fight i want to see a dragon i want i don't want to see like like small dragons and oh like, here you saw like no i want to see big ass fucking dragons mm-hmm. well if we're gonna get time jumps we should yeah we we definitely should so mm. yeah I'm, I'm 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 excited for the next episode i'm excited for every episode we are getting so far this like i said out of the three shows we're talking right now, She-Hulk, House of the Dragon, and Rings of Power, this is the best out of the three. I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying myself. Yeah. Me too. But but anyways, I do believe we got to the end of our episode. Feels like it. I am your host, Joel, and with me today is Moses Moon. That's right, folks. The one and only. We talked about House of the Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, episode four. Give us four. <laughs> give, give us four us, stars. Give us five stars. <laughs> no, give us five stars. <laughs> Spotify and anywhere else you can listen to. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts as well. Finally. We are going to put all finally. the links below on Hebrew mm. Podcast, Moses uh, English, Moses Radio Instagram Show. We are That's me. obviously, and we will see you guys on the next episode of Spoilers, obviously. Bye. Bye.